Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. High in these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Welcome, welcome once again. This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and I'm your host, Nathan McFly. With Gertz, boy, B I N G Bing Hurt. It's LP Dangerously. Yes, yes, we're all here once again. Once again, yo, hey, we, uh, we're doing good, man. Well, once again, yeah, we at least have three. We at least have three every week. You can right, say right, that. Right, right. We ain't word, say word. That. What's going on, though, fellas? Talk to me. I'm broski, popping. You sipping on? Uh, homemade margarita. Nice. Oh, shit. Nice. What's in there uh, besides the margarita? Got some eagles. Oh, here we go. Oh, all right. You sound a little low, huh? You sound a little low on my side. Is that me? I don't know. Maybe is it? How do I? Sound nah, you sound a you sound a little you sound a little low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do. How about now? Still a little low. Still low. Yeah, still a little low, but we can hear you though. Yeah, everybody else regularly, but you, you sound low. Do uh, I? Yeah. Well, what's going on? Sound like guys. a Puerto Rican and yell. <laughs> <laughs> Just yell all the time, the whole show. You sure LP, I sound low? LP, what you, what you smoking yeah, on over there? Blood? A mic or something. Nah, like. Jay. Of some like fucking MK and some G4S or some weird shit. I don't know what they call it. We now they're just calling Bud different names. Yeah, I'll be like this. Let me get two of each. Thanks. Bang. Fuck it. Let's go. Are we sounding now, fellas? Yeah. All right, now nah, you good. Excellent. Excellent. Good. Good right. job. Good job. We go. We got to go. Yes, sir. So Casa Amigos and that margarita. That's what's up. That's, That's what's what up. I'm talking about. Got some Eagles to kill. That shit is good, bro. Trying to get smacked on a Wednesday, Wepa. Huh? What up? Wacky Wednesday. Hey. Hey, how you doing? You know, it's uh, what you gonna call it? A vacation. I ain't gotta go back to work until the night, so I'm chilling. Oh man. Hey, enjoy. Wow. Oh, that's what's up, bro. Yeah, that's what's up. Get uh, smacked on a Wednesday. Nah, la, 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 la. Not smack. Not smack. No. <laughs> <laughs> Little do we know, not just four margaritas deep. Word. <laughs> He's really angry right now. He's trying to call. Get on my What's going on, man? Uh, we, we're coming out of uh, a crazy week, man. Like there, there was so much going on. Uh, starting Friday. Friday, we got the return. The man himself, CM Punk. Uh, you know, some people said that uh, it's probably the biggest pop ever. What do you guys think? I honestly, it was, there. It, it was it, you, know what, you know what, it was a big pop, but it was an expected pop. It wasn't like one of those surprises where it's like, 
all right, you know, is he really gonna be here? We everybody knew he was gonna be here from the from the interviews from Khan, Tony Kong, you know, blowing it up. It was yeah, like, like it, was, it wasn't like it was an expected uh, pop, but I don't think anybody expected it to be that fucking crazy like that. Yeah, that loud. He's, he's, he's in his hometown. It was the perfect true, thing. true, but even still. Like yo, it the, it got louder as he walked down the ramp. Like, you know what I'm saying? It was it was crazy. It was up there with Jericho showing up in WWE. It was up there with AJ Styles and Royal Rumble. It was up there with Stone Cold Pop. Like, it was up there with a Rocky Pop. It was up there. Like, if you got to put it in that echelon of like. Just holy shit. It doesn't matter that it was expected or not. It was still, nigga, I watch it now. I watched it yesterday and I was like, that, that's crazy. That was crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. It was crazy. It's, I think it was dope though. Wasn't it so dope? Like, that was a dope moment for wrestling. That just shows that it's not as dead as people like try to make it seem, bro. Like, it's really not. It is mainstream. It's just not like, the focus of the mainstream, what they focus on, but it's right there. It's right next to it. It's running parallel with whatever's mainstream right now. And I don't know how you could argue that right now. Like, I really don't. Nah, yeah, it shows up. This could still hit the fucking radar of pop culture. You know what I mean? Everybody was expecting to hear from CM Punk sooner or later, especially with AEW. But it's just like, you know, like Shay said, it was an expected pop. It was a loud pop, definitely. Like, I was telling you guys on the chat, like, I was like, yo, it was hard to hear his music. And when yeah. he showed up, it just got louder. Like, it was yeah. like, it ain't died down until he was ready to speak. Yeah, yeah. I can't. <laughs> it, I can't was hear you. it was already loud before exactly the, the, the song came on. Yeah. <laughs> this shit just kept getting, like, bigger and bigger. Like, it was it crazy. That static. That static that hits before his, before his yeah. song comes on. People were already going insane because they already knew what it was. And I feel like his comeback was placed very well. If they would have waited like mid-show or towards the end of the show, it would have just taken away from everything else the show was bringing that night. Mm -hmm. Everybody's going to be cheering for CM Punk, wanting to see him. So the way they did it was absolutely perfect. I think just, just, just the presentation of Punk right there was perfect. Yeah, they gave him the first half hour too. It was great. Yeah, you know. He threw a little jab, which was which was great too. I like that, you know, what I'm saying like with the with the ice cream but, bars. <laughs> he threw he threw a jab he threw a jab in a in a very dope way. Like he he didn't he talked about WWE without talking about WWE. You know what I mean? It, which was good. Which was good. I like that. <laughs> Special guest appearance. You heard? Bendición. <laughs> <laughs> But Joe, <laughs> I think I think it was dope. So you know what, seeing yeah. Punk there now, now they have like, you know, of course they got the John Moxleys and you know uh, Chris Jericho's there. Um, now they have it even like, I guess you could say a big star, but a little more relevant. Like those two when they first came, they didn't get like that type of energy from the crowd. I mean, we we seen something like that last week with Jericho when he came out. He didn't have no music, but yet everybody was singing his shit, which was fucking mm-hmm. beautiful. That was awesome. But now with CM Punk, I feel like now they're looking more and more like competition. 
is more viable. Like maybe doing over a million views is going to be, I mean, over a million, um, yeah, people viewing is going to be something of the norm. Maybe the, the next reach is like 1.5, 2 million. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, Nick Khan, uh, you know, president, I think, I think he's CEO. I'm, I'm, I'm not forgot his uh, title with uh, yeah, CEO, but uh, he was on the Ariel Hawani show and he was talking about WWE moving forward. And they're saying that they're not looking at competition. They're just running with blinders, like racehorses and shit. And he's like, oh, that shit. this is something that he's done all his life, which, you know, by all means, he's been very successful in the way he does his shit. But he also said that that's how WWE runs. And from what we know, like from WWE, now that we see it, you know, with adult eyes, we can see that that's not how they operate. When they see the competition crushing shit, that's when they put the pedal to the metal. Do you think that it's time now for WWE to put the pedal to the metal? Or are they just going to keep coasting, doing what they do that works for them at the moment? And then wait to that moment, you know, like that WCW moment when they're fucking losing. I think if they're smart, them niggas cannot sit back and keep doing what they're doing right now. Because we're talking about AEW, they won, they won the war between them and NXT, right? That was over. NXT's on Tuesdays now. Now mm-hmm. we're talking about them being in competition with Raw, which is the main show. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, not SmackDown is doing more numbers than all of them. Fine, but Raw still considered the main show. And if AEW starts beating Raw, which can very well happen within the next, well, who knows, the next few weeks with whatever they got going on, because they have a bunch of surprises apparently down the pipeline coming up. They know how to spike a rating. You know what I'm saying? And it's like WWE does not respond. Like their response was, I mean, we're gonna get into it later, but they it looks like they kind of try to respond to the CM Punk thing in it. I don't know, it didn't pop the same way. I think them them niggas really gotta like look at what's going on and they can't have blinders on. They have to look and be like, what are they doing that's getting the audience over there? We have to figure something out over here. Cause if you do this shit. You're going to start losing. You're really going to start losing audience, bro. You're going to start losing people. You're going to start losing talent. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think them niggas got to really got to switch it up right now and look at AEW like competition. I think I think that they do. So, Shice, what do you think? This is where the budget cuts comes in, bro. They know they, they fucking... They, AEW's foot was on their necks. So what they do, they had to fire people. They had to make... They had to make moves for money for comebacks. They had to pay Brock that money. What are they paying him? Twenty mil a year? What is it? It's some ridiculous number. He's the highest paid he wrestler. Twelve or, or ten? But, yeah, I don't know. Something. Like that. I, I know, like Roman makes like five. This dude's making like double. Well, just appearing, not not wrestling as much as Roman is, and burn. They they wasted that money. They even they had to pay John Cena money for this short appearance because. They His price went up. Yep. Price went up. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they, I don't think them doing those. They pre um they pre mature ejaculated on fucking Becky Lynch. She should have not came back so quick and, and um and beat. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get into that. We'll get into that. We'll get, we'll definitely get into that. But like just 
on track for what we're talking about now, like, do you think they should start, you know, looking at them like, you know, like, all right, this is competition. We got to, we got to start countering what they're doing or should, are they just good in what they're doing and they could coach by for right now? They should. Okay. Especially if Adam Cole shows up. Uh, LP, what do you think? Honestly, WWE is going to keep running the way they are because they got shareholders. That's where it comes down to, their shareholders. So it's the way they're playing their game. They're never going to change it. I don't know when you want to get into it, but CM Punk definitely relates to what we saw at SummerSlam, right? And it's going to relate to whatever's going to keep happening after because they're always going to try to top with another surprise and it's not going to reach what they thought it would. And let's say Adam Cole goes to AEW because supposedly there was a there was a picture floating around of CM Punk's sneaker and they say AC on his sneaker when he was at AEW. Everybody's like, oh, that's hinting towards Adam Cole, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But who knows? At the same time, like, if he does appear, that'd be another crazy pop for fucking AEW. That's another rating spike. So, I you know. I've seen the video of of um, the WWE um, backroom watching. I think it was Dynamite. Punk. Yeah. No, no, Friday the watching Rampage. Yeah. yeah, like they know what's going on. They they anticipating all that. So I they knew that CM Punk was going to be there on that day. So they had to be like, yo, we need to come with something, and this is what it was. You know what I'm saying? Was it as good as CM Punk? No, because nobody's seen CM Punk wrestle yeah. or anything for, for years. So that kind of backfired a little bit, but I did fucking enjoy seeing Brock come out. Um, I, I don't know. Like, I'm looking at this, and I feel like both companies are targeting different, different demographics. Like, I feel... Definitely, they definitely. definitely what I see, from what I see from WWE, they're going back to like gimmicks. It's like something that we talked about before, and we were like, "Yo, in wrestling, there's no gimmicks anymore. There's no characters." And I feel like WWE is going back to like just character-based work. As you can see, with Karrion Cross, I don't know what the fuck they were doing with him, putting the mask on and all the other shit. Uh, fucking. But Mad Max looking fucking outfit was trash. I told you he, he looked like Demolition had a fucking love baby. <laughs> and then yes. see um, you know, <laughs> uh Nikki Ash, she's a superhero. And then you see the, the shit like wait, well, you know, like it, it, they're trying to make that line right there, like you know who's heel, you know who's face. But I feel like like they're really going back to what their bread and butter was in the 80s, was making these characters and bringing in the children, like having the children tell their parents, like, yo, we got to go to this fucking show. I want to go, ah, I'm getting all crazy. And then the parents are there. And then they seem to sprinkle in a couple of adult things there. Like when you see fucking Randy Orton and and uh, th this dude, fucking Matt Riddle together. Or, you know, when you get, when you get something with, uh, let's say, uh, yeah, Roman Reigns. Or like the or the big crazy like hurting each other. I wouldn't want my kids watching that shit. <laughs> yeah, but you you would rather your kids watch, you know, fucking Nikki Ash and fucking, you know, all, all this other shit. 
You know, like all, all like that, that, that good feel shit. Light, Char- Light Charlotte and Dark Charlotte, you know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? AKA Rhea Ripley, you know. Or guess who? Guess who just re uh, uh, entered the uh, Titantron on uh, AEW? Ooh. CM Punk, Chicago's own. Yo, WWE is running like a business. And yeah. Running like a business, AEW is running like like the wrestling sport. Like they're like doing, a promotion. Yeah, they're doing it for the love of the sport. WWE yeah, I, does it for the love of the money and the love of the business to keep going and whatever it takes. As you can see, how Nick Khan is doing it, whatever his name is, you know how the, he's running it. He's running it as a business. He doesn't care who he cuts out. He doesn't care, you know, whose feelings are hurt. We need to run it this way, and that's what he's been doing. And I'm not saying he's doing a bad job. I actually think he's doing a good job because they, they keep seeing bullshit. Now we've seen a lot of new shit, you know, and they just got to start using the guys that they have. And they keep making money. You know what I'm saying? Oh, always, that's the thing. It's, it's what it is, bro. Always keep making money, bro. About wrestling, you, you know, think about WWE. Yeah, before it was about the wrestler. He didn't really care about right, the promotion like, itself. Yo, not not you asked, you asked, do you think they should view the AW as competition? And do you think they should change what they're doing? And we all kind of said, yeah, they should, except I, LP, who said they're gonna keep doing what they're doing. And it's I, like, yeah, I, see I it. want them to change it, but I don't think that they're going to. I, yeah, I don't. Not. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that I wish that we don't. I feel like they don't they don't have like a sense of urgency to want to change because they have to, because they're losing shit. They are not really losing anything right now. They're losing nothing. You know, yeah, they got another, they got two more Saudi events coming up. One, I think one in November and then another one in February or some shit or, or right after WrestleMania. And that's another one, like 50 million in the bank right there, bro. <laughs> Look at that. Yo, but let's Look at let's that. say this though. So let's say this, right? And that's in the audience of uninterested fans. They just know right, WWE right. as like Hulk Hogan, Undertaker, and shit like that. Yeah, like, they have a bigger audience, man. They, they have do. a bigger audience they for have, the audience is global. They're not only catering to America; they're catering to the to the English fans, the Indians that they, they still think this shit is real. In India, Facts. they swear that this shit is still real, bro. Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's well, you know, it is to a point. <laughs> You're real to me, damn it. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Crazy, bro. But yo, man, it is what know. it is. But um, let's yeah, recap bro. the weekend though. And Saturday started off with Summer Slam. Shitter Slam. Huh? Shitter Slam. Shitter Slam. <laughs> damn. All right. So damn. first things first. Uh Bianca lost the title. She loses it to a returning Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch got a really good pop, but it kind of died from there. Because everybody, I, I feel, was very shocked in the way the match ended. And I'll say this. If they really wanted to put the belt on her, I feel that there was a different way to go by that. You already have Carmella in the ring. You could have kept it as a triple threat and let Carmella eat the pin. Carmella or, ate the pin on, on SmackDown. Or exactly, <laughs> or give it to her on SmackDown. You ain't have to. You could have just introduced her on SummerSlam, get the crowd revved up to watch SmackDown. 
nigga, they could have done a million. They could have let Becky and and they could have let Bianca and Carmella have a fucking good match, and right at the end, have Becky come out and they're both distracted. She comes in the ring, hits both of them. The match ends in the DQ. Friday, they do the fucking match. She challenges her, whatever the case may be. There was no reason to fucking take the title off of her at the second biggest event of the year with a huge fucking crowd. Nigga, this is your young champion. Why the fuck would you have her lose right there? Let her win or end in a DQ, whatever the fuck, and then start the storyline on SmackDown. Like, what the fuck, bro? Especially makes no sense. A talent that you just had on one on your first major pay per view at the start of the year, do an hour and the Royal Rumble, fifty seven minutes plus, but still, then have a, a major. A historic fucking event at WrestleMania with Sasha Banks, who still we have no reason why they pulled her off or why she didn't show or whatever. There's a lot of a lot of rumors going on with that. A lot of things, but uh, yeah. I think I think the story. The I don't know if they're gonna tell it right. I really doubt they're gonna say that Becky's the heel in this because she pulled some heel ass tactics to win that title. Know what I mean, she uh, suckered yeah, yeah. Bianca and then pulled Definitely. that lame ass rock bottom. They call her what they called it the manhandler or some nah, sort of L- show. LP, like LP. I was reading that she's gonna be heel going forward. She's Starting gonna be a heel. Smackdown, she's gonna be a heel. Yeah, she's gonna like, like or something like that, right? Show her true colors. Yeah, like, supposedly she asked to be heel and all this shit, and she asked to work with Bianca and. Blah blah blah. They're doing this is gonna get heat. She walked in there and said, "That's not gonna work for me, brother." That's yeah, exactly her. what the fuck she did. She rubbed her fucking chinny chin chin <laughs> and said, "Hey Vince, I got an idea." <laughs> I was gonna say something, but it's definitely gonna get us canceled. So I'm not gonna. Oh, say it. I already know what you was gonna yeah. say. I see, <laughs> I see it in your eyes. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not. Just text it. it. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I was going to say, say, say this. <laughs> uh, but um, what was your reaction when you first seen it? I mean, we, we, we know the reaction the crowd gave, but what was your guys' reaction when you first seen that? I was honestly uh, a little... Out. Wait, we go ahead, B. Go ahead. I know. I was... Uh, I, I kind of was, like, not shocked about it because there was rumors that she was going to pop up in Vegas. But I was like, kind of like, when I saw her come out, I was not impressed on how she was looking. I feel like they kind of rushed her, you know. I feel like this was like, uh, 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 like they needed this because of what happened the night before. Because remember, SummerSlam happened on a uh, Saturday. How weird was that watching a pay per view on a Saturday? Looks cool though. Yeah, it was. It was. But then they put themselves in a weird predicament with NXT, which we'll talk about later on. But when I saw Becky Lynch come out, I wasn't impressed with how she was looking. She's looked better. Like, she's looked better. Yeah, definitely like, she had a baby. And she was, But I feel like they definitely rushed her and put her in this position to have the title. And I don't think it's going to be believable with her and Bianca Belair. Like they stood toe to toe, even with a sucker punch, I wouldn't even think Bianca would have gone down for someone that was like, if Becky went in there looking like how she was before she left, it would have been different. Now when when her music hit, I was like, Oh shit. And then she came out, she got in the ring and I'm like, all right, let's not have, let's not do anything stupid. And of course they do something (laughs) stupid. Of course. And I'm like, Jesus, what the fuck was the point of that? Like, why do you do that? And it's like, yo, 
I don't give a fuck. I think the the emotion that we saw in Bianca Belair's face was legit. I think that, I think, and I as she should, I think she feels wronged, and she should feel wrong. And when she gets her rematch, whatever the storyline is going to be is going to play out. But she needs to go in that ring and whip fucking Becky Lynch's ass. Uh, you know what I mean? And let her know, like, yo, yeah, you're back, but while you was out, whatever the fuck reason you was out, I was holding it down. You know what I'm saying? I, I was holding sure. it down. And give show these niggas why they put the title on you to begin with. I feel like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, take that anger and use that shit. Because it's bullshit. It was a bullshit call. It was a bullshit move. It was terrible how they did it. The whole shit was just like, it fucking bought all the, took all the energy out of that place, honestly. I think you they could have, I think they could have done the whole heel thing, the whole heel turn, like you called it. Like, you know, Carmella and uh, Bianca has a match. Bianca wins. Becky's music hits right when the fucking three hits the mat. And, you know, it's supposed to be Bianca's music playing. Becky's music hits. Then Becky comes out, you know, fake smile, congratulates and hugs the fucking champ, raises her hand up, and then boom, hits her with her move and stands over her, you know, like threatening the position, you know, and then they could have continued on with the story. I feel like they just like took everything they built for Bianca and just like shitted on it within those 20 seconds, bro. What like, the fuck is that move so... called? The leprechaun slam? The <laughs> fucking uh, man handling or some shit like that. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's the manhandle or something like that. The manhandle. That's what happens when you when you're when you're on the pressure, bro. You gotta you gotta do something and things like this occur. Like they knew they had to come out with something big, so they, that's what they came out early with him. Too early, too early. I, I just feel that it's all CM Punk's fault. Nah, I I don't know, man. <laughs> too early. But what if? <laughs> but what if they're really trying to work something? They're really trying to get this <laughs> to be a fucking crazy baby face, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, uh, I mean, it, to me, I'll be honest. Regard it. Anything, it was, it was terrible. Because it was, there was no. Was. If she was gonna lose, like I said, if she was. It just, it shouldn't have been a squash. Regardless of it being, you know, a sneak attack, you know, her throwing that elbow in there, whatever it is, it shouldn't have been like that. It Word. shouldn't have been like that. Shit was weak. No, was weak, weak, son. Weak. You know. It's like. Bianca Belair is going to get that title back sooner or later. She has. She's, to. Too, she's very talented. Mm-hmm. That was all Vince's call, too. What so happened? Yep. That was all That Vince. was all Vince's call. That's what I was read that a couple, a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's how it goes, bro. Like, everything is no Vince's time. call. Oh. <laughs> true. That's definitely true. They had no time to prepare and all that. This was like a fucking desperation move, bro. So they had to bring her. Like, you got to win this title. You got to get this pop. Boom. And, yo, they would have done fine without Brock, with just Brock at the end and and Becky the next day, like LP said, and oh, confronting her on Raw or something. Something. You know what I'm saying? They, they didn't need Becky to to ruin that moment. Honestly, I, so I thought the Brock. The Brock thing was perfect. How it came out at the oh, end and everything, like son. And, hell and, yeah. And if they would have showed uh, him beating John Cena and flipping him around, 
that would be even better. <laughs> that was a cool little for the audience in there type of shit, though. Yeah. I mean, that was real dope. That was farewell. Farewell. Yeah, like, yeah. All right, hold on. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> that's a way that's a way for them to write him off like oh after SummerSlam he was brutally attacked by Brock Lesnar he went back to suplex basically he went back to suplex city about seven or eight times he's the fucking first president <laughs> right there but uh yo with what happened no no I got it so with Bianca losing and you know we got Damian Priest winning the US title we got Riddle, Boricua. half of the raw tag team title holder now. They, you know, they're building new stars. You know, we didn't, you know, we kind of saw that with, you know, with Becky and, not Becky, I'm sorry, with uh, with Bianca and Rhea Ripley, you know, from Royal Rumble to WrestleMania. Now we're seeing it with Damian Priest and Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle's really gaining some, you know, gaining some traction in the last couple of months. Nice. What are your nice. thoughts on the way the... WWE is handling these call-ups to the main roster right now. Because a lot of people say they're always fumbling. Yeah, I, I don't think it's good, bro. Real Ripley had a good, good uh, push. And it's like they just died out on that one. You know what I'm saying? And I think they do that with a lot of people. And they're going to do that with fucking Frost. Like, they're going to do that with him. They're going to do that with a lot of people, bro. They, look, they put their both backs on Charlotte. Back like that's that's what we always used to see. We need these other guys to be pushed, especially Cross, man. The, the way he see? came out, it was disappointing. I'm like, oh, I, automatically I thought of Ascension. I thought of Ascension, and I was like, oh, I didn't even watch this no more. When shit like that happens, bro, I just change the channel. Yeah. I, just, I don't want to be a part of that. I don't, don't want to watch that. Yo, you know what? What's crazy? Um, the only thing I'm glad about with Becky is that they ain't use her against Charlotte again. We're not going to see the same old four girls going at each other. We're not seeing Bailey. We're not seeing Sasha. Yeah, Charlotte's the champ right now. But who's who's better as a champ? Her or fucking Dark Charlotte? Like, who do you like? And what happened with Lacey Evans, the other Charlotte? Well, she's like pregnant. Three Charlottes right there in one fucking roster. Hey. I think... I think WWE fucking them going back to Charlotte and Becky just shows all you got to know about the what they think about the women's division. That's also true. And I feel like, like you said, bro, not they fucking they push Bianca, they push Rhea from from the and not even from Rumble, from like the end of like December, from like Survivor Series, they started really pushing them and pushing them and pushing them, and then Shorty got the win. Rhea ended up getting a title match too. Bianca got the title match. They both win. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then pushed them almost all the way now to the biggest event of the year. All right, Rhea lost the title first, but building new stars. I think they got rid of so many people and the people they've kept. They're like, all right, these are the people we're gonna fucking really invest time in. And I think now, after the push, even Priest got for WrestleMania with the big title with the big tag match. He wasn't really doing nothing after that. Now, you got him in the U.S. title picture. You got him beating Sheamus, pinning him. You know what I'm saying? At Survivor Series, second biggest event of the year. That's a push. You got Riddle and Orton winning the tag titles. That's a big push, especially for Riddle. Like, to be with somebody like Orton, mm -hmm. eventually, 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 Matt Riddle is going to be a fucking amazing heel. But for right now, 
what he's doing works because he's going to take all this shit he's going to learn from Orton and like it's going to change his character I feel like the goofiness and all the fucking quips and the jokes we're going to keep seeing that for now but eventually all that shit's going to go away and that nigga's going to be I think he's going to turn into like a killer you know what I'm saying as far as niggas like Cross and I think Cross was doomed from the start coming up as NXT champion losing to Jeff Hardy I feel like they don't have as much faith as him as they try to portray, bro. I don't think even, they do. Even but his walk to the ring. Yeah, everything not, is different. It, yeah, it's, it's just weird. And ruined it. And, it was a nail. And nobody reacted to him. Nobody. He don't get because chills nobody, on nobody knew what to take of that. They were like, that's not him. That nigga had a fucking ninja mask on with a fucking war gladiator outfit with suspenders. Because like, like, I don't know. Like uh, when Kevin Owens got called up, right? And it wasn't even just because it was against Cena. It's like when you heard that music pop, crowd went nuts. Mm-hmm. But that, that could also do with him, you know, and everything he's- he did outside of WWE. You know what I'm saying? And people knowing that. With Cross, you know, everybody knows him from Impact, you know, doing, doing rounds in Mexico and all this other stuff. But... Wasn't anything significant if we're gonna be honest. It wasn't. You know what I'm saying? He had he had a good little gimmick in fucking impact, but it wasn't anything of like this interesting, you know. It, it just didn't hold it, it didn't hold the crowd for long. It had no purpose, it literally had no purpose. Like, why did you add that to him? Like, why didn't they just leave him be the character that he was and let him talk real in that low fucking tone and shit and what what happened with the girl why did they take her away i was like you know that like i don't understand me either i don't understand that either so i was like that you need a manager bro you need a manager to manage that name. yeah and he could talk but she was perfect with him uh, yeah she uh, was so- and uh, and they're not doing shit with her Garlic. i think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna release her soon that's what it sounds that's what it feels I, I, like hey, she didn't come like out a girl that vince likes bro <laughs> I don't think they'll release her. They'll release him before they release her. <laughs> I don't think he's. I don't think he's gonna look at her yet, or maybe like he don't remember or something. Because if he got to look at her, that's somebody he would want to have on his TV show. Definitely. Definitely, that fits the like you said. That's the one. That's somebody that fits his mold, and she's really good. So I don't mm-hmm. know. You know what I mean? So another per- know. person that we didn't talk about that uh, you know won the trip, Damian Priest. What do you think? Yo, let's the go. The way he's been, having- I'm piped. I'm glad. I'm hyped. Like I said, he wasn't doing really much after Mania. He had a little injury, whatever. And, like, he got back. He got himself in a title picture. And he won. And he fought a fucking tough match against a tough nigga because, you know, Sheamus is, is going to give it up. Sheamus is going to whoop that ass. Sheamus is underrated, bro. I think Sheamus is very underrated. I don't think he gets his props like he should. I think it's been a long time since he's been in the world title picture. Maybe people forgot how like dangerous the nigga could be or whatever but people forgot that Sheamus had a back injury not that long ago wasn't sure if he was going to continue and look at him right, still right when he was out when he was out before he came made his return that's the reason why he was out so much longer because yep. he fucking found out about that shit while he was out and he was off for some other shit and then he found out about the back and that shit kept him out longer nigga Great. that's a tough nigga bro but shout out to Priest. You heard some representation. You heard for brown skin people out here. You know what I mean? crazy. And he's a New York nigga. Fuck you talking about. Word. 
I remember the ROH shows with, you know, with, with Shice and LP and people booing the shit out of Punishment Martinez because he was too much of a gimmick. And I look at him now in WWE, he's flourishing right now, man. So yes, he is. That's yes, what's he up. Is. That's what's up. And now he's flirting, flirting with that world title picture right now. I think, bang, Yo, for real. Say that again, Shice? Yeah, I think Bad Bunny for that. Oh, oh yeah, for sure. It worked out for the best for all of them. Yep. He definitely did. I think I think we'll see Bad Bunny in the ring again too. I'm gonna keep it real. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Yo, He's that, definitely coming back. I don't mind. I wouldn't mind, bro. When we saw at Mania, he he did his thing. He did his thing for he's gonna, a he's gonna win the cru- he's gonna win the cruiserweight title. He's gonna win the 24-7 title again. And oh, take tour and, and never show it. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. But um Another uh, another big piece of SummerSlam. Well, be- before we get into that, before we get into the the Tribal Chief, uh, <laughs> what is your take on Goldberg and Lashley? Bullshit. Shice. No comment. Your 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 face said it all, bro. <laughs> LP. Yeah. Um... Hmm. <laughs> I would just say that Bobby Lashley and MVP did their best with what they got. Yeah. You know? Yes. I, I I would say that they did they did really good for what they were given. At a big Lashley's game. underrated as fuck. Let's Bro. just say that right now. Let me tell you the one spot. That- MVP MVP might be fucking. The best man wrestler manager, whatever the fuck you want to call it, like in between, he's the best. No one's better than him right now. What he's doing right now, bro. Nobody. Let me tell you this moment. I was like, I'm over this match. It was when MVP was supposed to cane Goldberg's knee. And Goldberg felt it, looked back, and then a couple of seconds to realize what was going down. Like he was like, hmm, what's this? And then it looked like MVP was like, so he was like, oh, ah, my knee. Ah. Yeah. And I was like, yo, dogs. I was like, we got you on cam, hard cam. Ah, Looking at ah, this dude ah. befuddled, befuddled with the action that was happening. Like, and if he you just was forgot. That good? That good? Ow, was that good? <laughs> yeah. Like, he forgot he was in the middle of a wrestling match. He was like, yo, what the fuck was that? <laughs> like, MVP's like, what the fuck are you doing, dogs? Like, Goldberg looked like an animal that you taught a trick to, and you like tell them to do it. He gave you like the late reaction. It's like, ah, did I do it? <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> did I do it? <laughs> did I bark now? <laughs> like, yes, you fucking imbecile. That shit was so ridiculous, oh, bro. I, the best I, part of that match was his fucking stupid twerp son trying yeah. to jump on the Almighty's back and almost getting his fucking arms torn out of Word. his fucking side. You dickhead. Word up. Yo, my, what, what's his name? Part. What's his name? Ratchet fucking piston. What the fuck is his name? I'm not gonna be here car. anymore. <laughs> Ruger. Wheel Goldberg. Yo. <laughs> fuck out of here. But Goldberg at the end. I'm gonna kill you. Ah, you're gonna Yo. kill yourself. He almost killed fucking Bobby Lashley in the middle of the match with that toss Yo, up he, on his shoulder. Toss off the ropes. Yeah, yeah. bro. I was like, yeah, I think we should call this like right now. Stop this match, because. But yeah, but Bobby Lashley definitely, definitely saved that match with that moment where he put uh, his son in the hurt lock. You know, definitely. A little, a little, a little child abuse went a long way. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. First of all, the kid's 18, so fuck him. No, no. Like Pat McAfee said, he's a sophomore in high school, my friend. Let's get into uh, Roman. Roman versus Cena, which was a hell of a match. And uh, yes. It kind of saved the night after what we saw with Bianca. Yes. Yo, man, for Cena not being in the ring for what? Three years? Right? About three years or so? Sound like that. And then coming oh, in for a big-time main event match against Roman Reigns. Yo, listen, man. Shout First, the, dude, the dude's a machine. He's in shape no matter what. He didn't blow up at all. Like, my son was in shape. Not like, I mean, we're going to get into it later, but Jesus Christ, Joe. But anyway, fucking Cena, you know what I mean? Nigga, for being in his damn near 50. Yeah, you know, but at the end of the day, you ate that spear and took that pin, my nigga, because... Your time is up, and the tribal chief's time is now. You heard? Yep. Facts. Have a nice day. Even those fucking 12 uh, uh, attitude adjustments. I ain't gonna lie. That yeah. one spot on the table, though, that was a dope-ass oh, yeah, attitude adjustment. That was crazy. Like, that one hurt. Hell yeah. Attitude adjustment from the yeah. top rope. Was it from the top or the second? Yeah, no, from the, the top. second rope. Second rope. Second, second rope. Second rope, yeah. I, that was that was devious. That was devious. I like that. And, uh, like, yo, Roman held his own as well. But then... It begs the question, you know, Paul Heyman right there by his side, him doing that. Paul Heyman is known to work with champions. Mm-hmm. Worked with mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. He's almost at a year with his with his with his reign. Uh, Brock Lesnar. What what Brock Lesnar do? Like over five hundred and four days. I'm crazy. Three champion. Like that. Three or three or four time champion. Big Show, two time champion under with Paul Heyman. And Punk over eight <clears throat> days. BM Punk over 400 days. Shit, I forgot about. I forgot about that one. Holy shit! I, I said three world champions. Up. He managed. He managed four world champions. Yeah, that's wow. it. Oh, RVD. Wow. RVD. He managed the wow. whole ECW crew. If you want to count them. So it begs the question: that's crazy. Is he the goat <clears throat> of all managers? I was looking at the stats, and I know a lot of people here say Bobby Heenan, but in WWE, Bobby Heenan never managed champion, and that was like one of his giant. Mm, fuck, you're right. We gotta update that. We gotta update that. That's the problem with Wiki. But the thing is, Andre the Giant sold the <laughs> sold the championship to fucking million dollar man. Yo, <laughs> and that's how you get. That's how you get the. The tournament they had in WrestleMania 4. Are we going to talk about what the Million Dollar man. man did this week? <laughs> Yo, shout out to him, bro. But, still but doing his yeah. antics. He's still, still the Million Dollar Man <laughs> title. <laughs> fucking Million Dollar Dream and everything, bro. Shout out to him. We're going to get into that, though. But um, can we say that he's the GOAT of managers? Can I make another shirt? What's going on? I think he is. I definitely believe he is. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, I I I knew Bobby Heenan never managed the world champion in WWF. I knew that, but like, thank you for correcting. He just he just as a kid bought so much. Like I fucking hated that nigga, bro. Yeah, I hated him. I was such a Hogan and Warrior and fucking Jake the Snake when he was a good guy. Like. I was such a fan of those niggas as a kid. I hated this nigga. So it's like <laughs> with Paul Heyman, 
I love Paul Heyman. He's the best heel manager ever. Like, ever. Because ever. But I'm going to put Heenan as my number one personally because how he made me feel in his prime when I was a kid. I mean, I mean that wasn't his prime because we saw them niggas late already because his prime was like 10 years earlier than that on some real shit. And we can, you can look all that YouTube videos up because your Heenan right, was a dirty motherfucker. Right. But I, I'm going to go with Heenan as 1A and Heyman is 1B. There is no, no 1A and 1B. Uh, is well, two. to me it is. You still put it in like, second. Yeah. So he's second if they want to go second. But I don't like the word second. Like it, sound, it like takes away from it because he's not He's not a second. You know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> there. But it's like, nah, bro, I'm sliding over here. My bad, my nigga. You know, he's you doing know, the Bohemian family. He's doing the Canadian 1A and then the New York 1B. That's how it's working. Oh, man. Shine. Who is it to you? I'm going to go with Heyman. You going with Heyman? Yeah, just because of RVD, bro. That's just that's, a, that's it. Well, we can all speak about how... That was the best times of my life. Shice <laughs> <laughs> did not know how to act when that RVD music came on, bro. It was a you match. <laughs> it was a hardcore match right then and there. Somebody was getting hit in the chair and chopped in the chest. That was it, bro. Remember when he used to come out with the cell phone? Oh, oh man. man. Dangerous Alliance, bro. Dangerous Alliance. That's where he started. Super That's where we got slept on Dangerous faction. And Super slept on faction, I feel. And it's The Undertaker when he was Big Red, bro. That's right. When when he Word. was with his, his whole... Uh, what was and it? he was riding with uh, Stunning Steve when yeah. he was in uh, WCW. I mean, he didn't. He managed him when he. I think he was like, yeah, you held the U.S. title. I think he when he managed him, but um, as a world, yeah, within a dangerous alliance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, Rick Rude was there. I don't know if Rick Rude had that international title on him when he was Rick Rude, Arn Anderson, Zabisco, Ian, and Stunning Steve. Oof. Gang, that's, that's a squad. Collective, right? That's there. some tough that's niggas right there, bro. Right there, bro. Those are some tough niggas right there, B. You heard? That's collective, word up. And Paul, Paul Heyman, excuse me, Paul and Heyman. Medusa. I forgot, and Medusa. Medusa too. was dope too. But out of all of them, I think Paul Heyman got the most gold that he got to carry or got to manage. You feel me? Oh yeah, because he married. He managed tag champs, secondary titles. Fucking U.S. tag team TV intercontinental, all that shit. Like he's held, he's touched all them shit. But yo, four world champion. And all who's closer? Cornette has no world champions, only tag team. Yeah. Paul Bearer has only Undertaker racket. and the Racket, and his but, fucking his wife fucking wrestlers in, in but OVW. But that's another story. Hold on. Um, but Paul Bearer was very instrumental. And two world champions with Kane and Undertaker, and he was he was the he was kind of like we think about it the narrator of their story. And even though Kane held that title one day, he's still a recognized WWF champion. Yeah, and Paul Bear was his manager, so Paul Bearer got two world champions that he's managed, and he's managed mankind, and he managed mankind, who damn near could have won the title man of times, like. I mean, yo, uh, yo yeah. man, if we're talking, if we're talking stats and shit and longevity, 
you got to put, you would have to put Heyman number one, but oh, yeah. if we're talking personal, I'm still going Bobby Heenan. Yo, but, quick, uh, quick sidebar. Yeah. Quick sidebar. What happened, Trace? He even managed Rick Rude while he was, uh, I, I think he was... Uh, Percy Pringle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yo, quick sidebar. When we were talking about fucking Mankind, remember when he won the championship and they announced it like three hours before on WCW? Yeah, like, right, oh, right, right, right. Now I mean, that whole fiasco. That pop, I would say, would be almost as close to the CM Punk pop. The pop at, in that match was Austin. Yeah, and it was Austin coming out. Yo, the and, crowd went fucking ballistic, bro. I think that could that could equate what CM Punk had. You feel me? Because that was there's an another, unexpected like entrance. There's a couple, bro. There's also Undertaker returning at Judgment Day, uh, when in that Rock Triple H match when he first came out on the biker gimmick. Like I could, those I could say people even that went John Cena entrance crazy. when he came back. Oh, when when he, he, at Royal Rumble, Rumble. yeah. <laughs> or or when uh, Rock Lesnar finally came back. Mm. That was another big pop. That was insane. Listen, man, CM Punk, I think his might be on its own level. Just as like a one-time type thing, because everybody talks about how the Road Warriors were in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? I'm reading fucking, my phone's going crazy about how he came out today and the fucking crowd lost their fucking mind too. And Milwaukee's right there next to Chicago. These niggas are smart, bro. These niggas are not stupid, bro. They're like, oh, we're going to do a whole Midwest fucking circuit for the next month just to build you up and then we're coming back circling back and coming back to chicago for the pay-per-view like and then to feed the fans and then for two weeks later for daniel bryan to debut in new york you know what i'm saying and punk was teasing it apparently i was reading that they were doing yes chance and he was the one fucking doing, doing it, this shit it. doing yeah. it like that is gonna be crazy son like these niggas WWE needs to do something, bro. They got to. They got to they need to do up. something. They need to figure something out. If they're not going to, they can't go the surprise route because nobody want to go there, apparently. So they got to use who they got and really push niggas out there. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we got to gotta remember, man, we talked about it earlier. They're catering to, they're catering to different audiences. They're not catering to us. What AEW is doing right now, they're catering to our demographic. That's when mm-hmm. the rock comes because that's what they're gonna use next. And but that's the smart move. Why not? You see the rock? I see the rock in the ring. I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go crazy, bro. Rock versus Roman is gonna be a big deal, bro. That's if they do that be, for LA, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be the second icon versus icon match. I would say do it. Do it for Dallas because it's a bigger arena. Of course, they'll get more in front of asses in those seats. The main, the WrestleMania they had in Dallas, though, the WrestleMania they had in Dallas. Let's keep it real, it was pretty whack. That was not a good mania. But you're acting, yo. Imagine if a mania in Dallas has Roman versus The Rock headlining it. That's a whole different story, bro. Mm-hmm. It's not Roman versus Triple H. As good as Triple H is, he is not The Rock. That's a fact. Word. He's not the rock, bro. He is not. He and the way the way the roster's looking, the second most important match is gonna be fucking Mansoor versus Ali. Because they ain't gonna have it. nobody left. Let's do it. They'll have Walter there. They'll have Walter on that card. <laughs> Mansoor. So he's when you say he's not the rock, like 
You mean successful movie wise? Is star power, movie. star power, yeah, star power, yeah. star power. Triple yeah. H is great, but he's not. He's not the Rock. Like, like I said, Triple H is the one. Triple H is a better wrestler for sure. If we're talking technical wrestling. Yeah, he's a better wrestler, but Rocky's the star of yeah. stars. Yeah. Like he's that star. He's the nigga. Nigga became yo. I didn't know this. And I thought it was just this past year. That nigga became the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Guess when? It wasn't this year. Or 2016. Two, 2016. Nah, it was like 2020, bro. It was 2016, my nigga. 2000, you can look it up. 2016, he became the highest paid actor in Hollywood. Action movie, off action movies. And the Disney deal that he did. Which, that nigga circled back. And did another five picture deal. That's why he just dropped the Jungle Cruise shit. He got two more Disney pictures he about to drop. And now he's in the DC fucking universe. And like, he's talking about him playing multiple roles, not just being Black Adam, which that's going to be sick. That's going to be fucking nuts, bro. That's going to be fucking sick. Um, If niggas know about Black Adam, niggas know what's up. That nigga's gangsta ass character. We're fucking like, yo, yeah, he's him versus Roman in Dallas in a 100,000 seat arena. Yeah, I I just think though, like, L.A. just is just, it's L.A., you know what I'm saying? And it's The Rock. Of course, but it's not Hollywood, L.A. Like, when yeah. that stadium at, that shit is in the hood, bro. Yeah. So it's not, like, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying, doing it in Dallas. Unless they do it like an L.A. Coliseum, that would be sick. Dude, you do it, why did, my nigga, L.A. Coliseum holds like 30,000, do it in front of a hundred K, bro, hundred thousand people. Just, I just, Dallas Dallas is just such a whack city to me. But I feel you. Dallas ain't whack. If you've been there, Dallas ain't whack, bro. You know what? It's such a big, it's it's such a big stadium. They can't hear nothing, so you don't get the real crowd reaction. The crowd gets lost, and everything gets lost. It's hard to work that shit, you know. But you heard that crowd when fucking Zack Ryder went up that fucking ladder and snatched that IC title, though. Yeah, that was the loudest pop of the, of the night. Yeah, that was that was dope. I don't know. I mean, if they're going to... I mean, you know that the, the tease, they've been teasing it already for too long. You got Survivor Series in New York. That's a perfect place for Rocky to come back and set the tone. That's he can come saying. out in the Royal Rumble. He, I don't think he should win the Royal Rumble, but he maybe he should be in it. You know what I'm saying? And Roman makes him lose. And he got to figure Ooh, out a Rock. way to get the title. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? To get nah, the title match. They don't need to throw the rock in no Royal Rumble. He ain't gonna give us fucking nah, nah, nah. Don't throw the rock in no Rumble. Just a uh, yeah. storyline with one person. Rock needs to be in the Rumble. World. He's not gonna put his body in the line. You know, nah. Fuck that. This guy's the highest paid fucking actor. You're gonna put him in the fucking Royal Rumble. Put him in the, <laughs> him in the Royal Rumble. Let him take. Some I think he'll laugh at us. He's like the Rumble. He's like, what he's, am I, a fucking rook? Nah, he's, he's gonna be like, that's not gonna work, brother. <laughs> DC's looking at this thing like, calm down. Tell Vince to chill. Vince <laughs> ain't got the money we got to give you at the moment. Relax. Calm down, Vince. Easy, easy. Relax. <laughs> but um, all in all, what do you think this says about Roman's title reign so far? It's great. This time next year, can we look at it as one of the great title reigns? One of the, I'm not saying the greatest, just one of them. 
as long as, as, long as highways that people are going to look at back and you know going as back. long as his opponent quality stays high then yes and look at the people he he's beating he's beating braun and the fiend my, my bad shy he's being braun the fiend kevin owens cesaro nakamura daniel bryan edge john cena john cena man like and clean, yes, he cheated, but not here. He beat the nigga clean in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. Like that takes his title reign of almost a year now past the year by the time we get to SmackDown. And it takes it to another level because of the last couple of people he's beat being Brian, Edge, and fucking John Cena. Three legends, three legendary champs, three legendary runs. And they ended when, when they came against Roman Reigns. So you got to consider his title reign one of the best of the modern era, one of the best ever. We'll see when it ends, who it ends against, if we can put that in that category. But as of now, modern era, for sure, top five title reigns. Like, and I'm talking about him, Punk 434, Brock 504. Like, I'm throwing him up there. Like, Cena winning 16, AJ year title run. I'm throwing him up there with those runs. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody fucking with Brock. But anyway... Yo, about from all these title reigns, they just WWE finally got it right. So come on, bro. Out of all these fucking chances, you're gonna get it right sometime. And I think Reigns probably had a lot to do with it because he probably had a lot of input on by this time. This is how we're gonna do it. Um, and he's going off script a lot. I heard um, doing shit, and it's working. Um, yeah, it's working. working. So I'm sure they got some type of trust in him, and. That's what they need to start doing with a lot of these wrestlers instead of doing shit. Because they do have a great fucking roster. Once Vince makes a call, it's ruined, bro. It's not going to play out good. It's not. I feel like they they have, like, a really good roster of people they could trust. Like, let them just go out there and do them. I mean, give them something to work with, you know? I I agree. Of what you want want from that character at at the moment. You know what I'm saying? And if they want to, you know, improv, add a little something in there from what you gave them. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, he comes back. You'd be like, yo, listen, you ain't doing that shit no more. That's it. Apparently, that's why Bray got let go, because he wasn't trying to be a team player. But there's some times where you need to be. Huh? Right. I heard it was about the money, and they, they, they didn't feel like they should pay him that money. Just like they didn't feel like Adam Cole was getting a big push. And yo, they fumbled hmm. it. WWE, WWE is known for fumbling shit. And they fumbled yep. Adam Cole. If Adam Cole doesn't show up, they fumbled on him and they fumbled on Captain Bray. So let's get let's get into NXT since we're talking about Adam Cole. Uh I expected a good match between him and Kyle Riley. I mean, the last two matches they had were really good. Regardless of us seeing it a lot of times already through our through their days in ROH. Of course, we've seen it before. But what they did the first two times at NXT were really good. And seeing this this three falls count match and the way it was it was moving, it just I don't know, something just was not clicking whatsoever. And then at the end, the finish looks like it was botched. 
I don't know if that was supposed to be. The, it just didn't feel like it was the finish. And the crowd felt the same way because at the end of it, the crowd is screaming out bullshit. I think yep. Adam Cole is done. I feel like he was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm done. We could be, I could be wrong. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Who knows? I, I'm. That's just the way I feel right now. The way that that match ended, the way it was, I've never heard a crowd like that during an Adam Cole match. You know, you see how over he is. Everybody's screaming out, Adam Cole, baby. Even, yo, even doing his entrance, it felt weird, didn't it? Like, the whole energy felt weird of that match. Like, from the minute he lost the first fall so fast, I was like, oh, man, this street fight's going to be the longest part, and I, the cage match is going to be mad shook. I'm looking at the time. And I'm like, yo, I was like, why did they do two out of three falls and not give them at least like 45 minutes? You know what I mean? Yeah. It was just off. The chemistry was off. The moves were off. Nothing was right. Nothing was right. Like it was fucking, it was bad, bro. It was bad. It was really fucking bad. And I feel like, like you said, Cole was just like, fuck it, I'm done. And this is what you're going to have me do again? All right, bet. This is what we're going to give you because I'm out of here. It doesn't even look like he put in his all, honestly. What do you think, LP? Yeah, I'm going to agree with uh, Bing, man. He didn't put all his all into it. And look, it looked strange from the start. Like, I kind of like that Kyle got the first pin because everybody thought, like, Adam Cole was going to get the first pin. I was like, give it to this kid, right? And then give Adam Cole the next two. But the way it finished, like that, getting handcuffed to the ring ropes and still beating somebody with one arm tied behind, come on, that shit, that shit is kind of, that shit is kind of weird. That shit is kind of weird. It didn't, I questioned it. But I guess in that type of scenario, that rule works because it's in the cage match, so you can't have, a, 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 you can't break the ropes. So that's how it works. Adam Cole had no choice but to tap, but. I mean, it looked like, like it looked like they were making it look like I his hand was cuffed, so he used the pit of his arm to hook the ankle and yeah, twist he, the fucking knee at the same time. Yeah, he twisted his ankle with fucking this with this right. arm right here and used his whole body weight in his legs to like turn his whole leg and shit. And I'm like, I right. but I just felt like that happened too soon. It just happened way too soon. Yeah. Like we ain't even have a lot of. You know, in the cage match, you get a lot of usage of the cage. I mean, people start throwing each other into the cage. They already had the weapons in there, and it was just like, I don't know. It, the placement of the match felt weird, too. Like, it just all felt weird. Shice. Um, you know what I'm going to do? Every time I be like, yo, Shice, what do you think? And he just gives you those looks. I'm going to use that. <laughs> As like what what I think you think you know you gotta, what I, you gotta play these clips so people know what he what he's saying what he's saying very nice to even watch NXT and when I seen that I just felt disappointed and I just felt like this is why I don't watch it and if this was gonna be his last match this shit sucks yeah it does. Maybe he gave up, or maybe he just like, fuck it, my last day, I'm out of here after this one. Who knows? But that's what I got from it. That's how it felt. Yeah. 
he was just like, yo, I'm done. Like, yo, why am I even going to keep on going? I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Or, but, uh, you know, whatever, whatever happens from here on out, what Adam Cole happens, and then, you know, it is what it is, man. I mean, there really isn't nothing left for him to do on NXT if he's not going to go to the main roster, if he doesn't like what they got for him. Que se vaya. Yo, you asked, you asked, my bad, Mr. Coyote, but you asked a couple weeks ago, if you was Adam Cole, what would you do? Would you stay or would you go? Because you have plenty of options and a lot of companies that would love to have you, not just AEW, because I'm sure Impact, because they got money. They could throw money at you. Shit. I'm sure Ring of Honor will break the bank to bring you back. I know New Japan would love to have you back. Like, AW makes the most sense, right? If I was him, after that match, after that storyline, after what they've had him been doing the last month or two months, and there's, like, no progress up to the main roster, you had a little taste of it when you was NXT champion, and then they stopped. And you were over when you did it, by the way. Not like Harry and Cross. He was fucking over when they called him to Raw and called him to SmackDown. And they go super over, right? They didn't take advantage of it then. They dragged it out too long at NXT. Like, if I was him, I'm out. I'm out. I just Peace. Want, yeah. I just don't want him to show up at AEW and them using him with, you know, with his girl. And start using them in those type of scenarios like they did with Seth and Becky. Like I just don't want that to happen. And I hope not. But now, I hope that doesn't happen either. But what I, I don't want them, I don't want them to come back and right away get back with the elite. That nigga should be beefing with them. Y'all niggas left me for that, dead. I'm sure that's what's probably gonna happen. Right? Y'all niggas left me for dead. So fuck he, that. I don't fuck could, with y'all. Come and and be a part of whatever Frankie Kazarian is doing with that. That elite hunter shit. Nah, definitely not. Cause that shit is corny as fuck. I hate that whole elite hunter shit. That's some New Japan shit. I hate that shit. It it could. You never know. Maybe it could be better with Adam Cole there. I think fuck fuck it being an elite hunter. He's he's on his own. Yo, I'm not. I'm not. I'm just taking these niggas out one by one. Maybe put him with fucking Hangman. That might be would be more interesting. You know what I'm saying? Show the AEW. With a Bullet Club shirt, and that's it. He's be because yo, there's been people in a Bullet Club fighting on AEW, so might as well come in with God. Yo, that would be dope. Oh word, that word. He stepped up to the Good Brothers at a at a, a summer event in Cali, the the new yeah. event in Cali, the New Japan, the New Japan Resurgence. Like yo, don't have him come in and beef with Cody. Don't have him come in and be cool with these niggas. Have him be beat. Have him want to go after these niggas. Like, fuck that. Him Put him with Hangman. Hangman got no personality. Adam Cole got enough personality for both of them. Let Hangman just work in the ring. That shit will work for a little while. So him showing up to uh, New Japan beating Tanahashi for that belt. Oof. And running around with that shit. That would be dope. He deserves some shine, bro. That guy oh, deserves definitely. And um, you know, yeah, like, he's really I, good. A lot of people that leave WWE, everybody's like, oh, they're gonna go to AEW, they should go to AEW. But it's like a lot of them have, and I don't know if people are gonna want to admit this, but a lot of them are just used the exact same way. I but name name those people that you think uh, okay. like Besides, the, well, all right, go ahead, because there's one dude that I hate, and that's Sean Spears. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Yo, better gimmick, but use the exact same way. The chairman. Shout out, shout nah, he out got a better pinnacle. gimmick, but the worst faction ever. The Dork Order is better than the oh, fucking Pinnacle. I hate that guy. All right. And then you have FTR. FTR. Nah. Nobody's using. Hold on, bro. FTR. Wait. They were there to they were there to make the Bucks look good. Nah, bro. The thing they got with this dude, um, what's his name? He's hurt. Old. They're hurt. The nigga yeah, fucking tore his tendon out of his arm. He's hurt. I understand that. He's hurt. He almost they're not doing out, shit right? with them either. So fuck them. All right, peace. Who else? Uh Miro's the same thing. Miro with the same exactly. different name. If you look at if you look at Miro's. Hold on. He's doing the same character. Hold on. Mid-card, right? Mid-card champ. If you look at his run when he first started as U.S. champ and him as champ, same shit. Same shit. John Moxley. Same shit. Dean Ambrose turned up. Hold on. John Moxley came champ, had a good run, doesn't have the bell anymore. Now he's floundering, not really doing much. He's just he's resting there. fucking he's resting to some new nigga now, like trying to put new niggas he's over. Long run. Like he fucked, bro. Like he just lost to Kenny Omega and dope. They back. need listen, they need another title there, bro. That TNT title is ass. You know what they need? They need another belt in that in that right. yes. exactly what Bingo. I just said. said that. They need another title. You know what they need? Sure, they need bro. another championship in there, man. <laughs> no word, LP. Exactly. Choo choo. Yo, you know what they need? You want to get the papers? Want to get the papers? <laughs> Fucking guys. Oh, but yo, honestly, I I don't know if another title will help it. it I really don't. It's good to. I see think it would. A different show, though. I'll say this: out of all all the people I named, it's great seeing them on a different show because that show needs it. You know what? And they're they're being used. Yes, they're being used very similarly. But they're being used. That those characters that they are on AW are characters that they rely on. These are the people you see every week. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and they're needed. That you you need that. You need that to build base off of to build other stars off of. Like, yo, bro. And this is why TNA, um, fucking AEW and New Japan all working together is the fucking best thing because now you can showcase these people all around. And if they just keep ciphering these mid card guys around into different promotions, it's just gonna it's just gonna work. And this is what WWE should have done long fucking time ago and kept to it. Cause ain't nobody gonna fuck with WWE. Like WWE is the fucking brand. That's the fucking main show. So you're mm-hmm. not really gonna fuck with them. But like they're greedy, bro. Like they should have done it. And wrestling would have like been a Thanos. Good. Thanos was greedy, bro. Who? Thanos. Thanos was greedy as a motherfucker, my nigga. Yeah, but Thanos, Thanos don't want no beef with Darkseid. Thanos had a know purpose. That. What you know about that? What you LP know about that? <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, son. I, I, uh, yeah. Yo, what about... All right, getting back to NXT. Yeah. The show was not that great. It had its moments. It the women's title match was trash. Yeah. The, the finish the, was good, but it was the match was trash. It was, I thought it was trash. It was alright. That power Joe, bomb was. I thought the power bomb off the ropes was cool. I was like, all right, boom. Joe, uh, Joe versus Cross was not what I expected. Joe looked gassed. 
as yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah, he did. He the looked like he was, was the, the he the the was the finisher with the muscle buster, and I did not think he was gonna pin him. I'm like, holy shit, that did catch me by surprise. It did. Yeah, that was dope. Um, but like, nigga, besides that. Yeah, NXT on Tuesday was better than Takeover. Hey, honestly, guys. That, oh wait, the Walter getting the Walter. Oh wait, 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 wait. That match was Walter and Dragunov. Yeah, that, that. See, I forgot that shit was the best match in the yo. LP and Shice on my screen are leaning in opposite directions. It looks like they're leaning head to head. It's bad <laughs> fucking funny, son. The niggas are both like this. <laughs> 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 now you gotta do it the other way, LP. The other way. Oh, I gotta go like that. Yeah, and then you could. <laughs> yeah. What's like I'm trying to fuse. Box on trust. Yo, but yeah, yo, yo, that that match was fucking insane, bro. Like that that match was insane. Dude, yeah. Dragonov's neck was purple. Yeah, bro. Purple. I think they beat the shit out of each other more in the first one. But this match told a better story, and the yeah. pacing was a lot better. And yeah. you can tell, like they paced it like yo, Dragonov came to fucking win, not just fight. This nigga came to win this time. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. nigga, the chops to the back of the neck and all that, bro. You can, nigga, you can kill somebody. Like I'm watching that shit, and I'm like, oh, there's no leg slapping. That's ch- fucking chop to fucking spinal cord. Like fuck. I would, I would like to see more UK talent come to NXT. They're doing it. And it looks like they're doing it. I mean, Dragunov had, like, a couple of good matches before this happened. He had a, he had a match with, with Roderick Strong. He had a nice match with Pete Dunne. I would love to see him versus Pete Dunne. You know what I'm saying? For a UK title. But it looks like that we're going to get Joe versus Pete Dunne. If we get that, I think that's going to be really solid. Yep. Um, going forward, you know, like they're saying, this is the end of an era for NXT. But... It doesn't seem like they're going that route that everybody thought they were going to go, uh, wanting bigger guys there and just like, you know. But NXT is just to, de- to, to develop at the end of the day. And so, and sometimes- but you see you see who they showcased on, on Tuesday, though, right? Like, they showcased a lot of people who they've been showing over the past couple of weeks. Yeah. And it's like, all right, you're going with a, with a veteran, legit name as your champion. You're three-time now NXT champ, right? Okay. The North American Championship is on who? I don't even remember. It's on uh, Swerve. And I like them, but they don't showcase it. So it's like yeah, they 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 main evented NXT. What are you talking about? All right, and, but and it, it wasn't a it was a it was a six you. man. He wasn't it wasn't him wrestling. They made I'm so they, clan, S- yeah, they, clan got a new got a new chick in there. Got a chick, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's apparently she's good. She's from Ring of Honor, I, I heard, or some shit like that. Um, and she looked good too. Shout out to whatever her name is, Electra fucking Blaze or some shit. Electra came, um, through, came through pretty good. She like she hit Shorty from Hit Row with a with a with like a baton, and then yeah. threw it to Swerve, and Swerve caught it while he was in the ring, and like the ref snatched it from him, and he's like you know having a back and forth, and he lost the match. He got shout uh, out shout out to fucking Legado. I fucks with them hard body. I think that, that that six man match was to forward the you know the narrative, the story of Santos trying to go after the North American title because he feels like that should have been his. He feels like right. he was the one that was supposed to face Bronson Reed and it wasn't. 
it was Swerve. You know, Swerve did a swerve in order to win the title. But I think you know they they're gonna they're going in a in the right direction with that story because I think for the next takeover that's what we're gonna see. We're gonna see Santos versus uh versus Swerve. Yeah, it's lit. Let's go. I fucks with Hero. I like them, but I like Legato. I think Legato is definitely of ill, bro. Yo, NXT stay building good factions, bro. They got good factions on. I think that that the other one they got coming down the pipeline right now, that diamond mine shit. Yeah. <clears throat> no one diamond mine. Diamond district. A bunch of Habibs running around. I like who they got as the manager. My, my yeah, yeah. is as good as a manager. Yeah, he's, Yo, good. he's good. He's good. He's yeah. good. You know, they that's what they do, bro. They build they build young talent. They build them up. They see the crowd reacts to who they react to. That's so what they start really pushing. Very that I mean, and that's the problem too. That's what people feel like. Once niggas get to a certain level, they get pushed up and they get buried. Not every doesn't happen to everybody though. We just talked about a couple of people that you can't say that they buried Rhea Ripley or Bianca Belair. They haven't buried Matt Riddle. They haven't buried Damian Priest. Like these people are champions this year, and that's why yeah. I brought up so that you can't say that they buried them. That does that doesn't make no sense for that niggas. It gotta be the the fucking belt gotta keep rotating. You know what I'm saying? These bitches can't stay champs forever. And Nikki Ash, she came up with that character herself. So they were like, "All right, you really you willing to go out there? Bet we're gonna give you a shot." Yo, and she took the ball and ran with it. More power to her. I don't know how long she could stay playing that character. Yeah, but I don't know. if that's what they're leaning to, it might be she might be around for a while. Well, that's she might. It's like the hurricane. They have to learn how to evolve. It's a hurricane. How right. how Kane the character Kane evolved took off the mask. He doesn't have the the fucking <laughs> fucking device over there and shit. Surgery. Fucking Stop. Undertaker. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Undertaker, the way he evolved from fucking gray to purple to the to the badass to back to the Undertaker, and then he's the fucking uh, the Ministry of Darkness Undertaker. You know what I'm saying? And yo, it's just a lot of evolving, man. Yo, speaking of Undertaker, over under he ever shows up in AEW? I, I don't think so. I'm starting to think that Roman Reigns is like the new Undertaker. He's gonna be the one that never leaves. Yes, no, I would. I don't say, eh, I, yo, with the, all the shit that's gone on just just this year, never say never with that. You never know. They might just they might just let him go tomorrow. Talking about he's too expensive. But what are they gonna do with him? What are they gonna do with him in AEW? Bring the other Undertaker? Isn't that uh, this guy's Vince? He comes in as fucking mean Mark Calloway <laughs> with the black <laughs> the black glove and the heart punch. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. the kid rock music. <laughs> <laughs> He's wearing fucking. He's like walking he's down wearing, the ring, looking narrow like this. <laughs> nah, he come, he's one of those fucking anti-vaxxer niggas. He comes out in thin blue line shirts and fucking the fucking the hats and shit. The don't tread on me, ma- don't tread on me flags. Oh. Don't tread on me. <laughs> nah, man. I mean, I don't know, man. I I I can't see Roman leaving. I can't see Roman leaving. Like that's one hey, person. Oh, he's a main man in WWE. Yeah. Just like, but just like I say that because you see what's going on now. A lot of people leaving. A lot of people waiting for their contract to you know be over, and, and 
Just leave. So they can be the fuck out. That's yeah, what it looks like. Uh yeah, man, but it's still it's still not the same. You know, WWE's in a different in a different light. There's not there's nothing really different. The the difference between WWE and WCW was WCW handing out those guarantees. People have guarantees now, like that changed the whole fucking game for the wrestler in itself. So Fact. you know, they're making more. Uh but it's interesting to see in the next two, three years how both companies are gonna be looking. And I say two years because a lot of the people that uh, signed to AEW from the beginning all signed, I think it was five-year contracts, three to five-year contracts. And, you know, within about two to three years, all that's going to be up. So my question to you guys is, and I'm going to start off with Shice, who do you think, if, will defect a real AEW guy, not a WWE guy, that went to AEW. Somebody that started in AEW. Who do you think will be that first guy to leave and test the waters? I would say Darby Allen. Wow. I don't know. I don't. Yeah, he, he had a lot of choice words for WWE when he uh, when he signed his AEW contract too. So that that'll be that'll be crazy. Yeah. It'd be a good fit there. The way, like, with his character and stuff like that, it'd be a good fit. WWE just can't fumble that shit. I was gonna say Kenny Omega, but nah, nah, no nah, way. But Kenny Omega, yo, that's the only way he could prove to me to be the best ever is go to WWE and win a belt. And I think that's Kenny's the only a professional, professional wrestler. He's not the only way he proved himself. He even said it himself that it could be him and I think Roman Reigns in the WrestleMania. I forgot what number he said, but he said a number. It would be like me and Roman Reigns WrestleMania, something. I, yeah, I, I don't think I don't think it'll be Omega. Darby Allen's pretty crazy though, but I don't think Omega. I think it's Hangman. <clears throat> I think Paige would be the first one to leave. Hey man, Adam Page, I mean, uh, Triple H was, was uh, really fond of him. Just look at him, bro. Six five, yeah, fifty yeah. something, blonde, long hair. He got the look. He's a fucking country nigga. Are you serious? That's fucking Vince's wet dream. He'll turn that nigga into a star. Honestly, I think that he would. <laughs> I think that he would. I think him going to WWE. I think depending on what he does in the next two years now in AEW, but let's say he still remains an upper top level player and it fucking comes time for him to go i'm sure wwe be like venga para acá come this way papi we're gonna show you something that could definitely happen so lp who do you think lp who you think bro yo adam page is the most delightful you said of everybody honestly him and maybe uh pentagon Ooh, that's a good one too. I think they'll go together though. If they would go, it would be the loop together. Yeah. Who Probably. who you think that's? Uh I really want to say a tag team, but I know how how Vince is with tag teams, but depending on like where they're gonna start out. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's a if it's a tag team and they'll start out at NXT first, I'll say uh you know, I was about to call him LAX. Santana and Ortiz. Mm. I would say Santana and Ortiz, but 
I just feel like it's going to be like some under the radar talent that is just going to be huge in WWE. Private Party? Brian Pillman Jr.? Like something like Sammy Guevara. I don't like him, bro. I don't like that dude. I think he's overrated as fuck. He seems to be over, bro. He's over, overrated. (laughs) (laughs) But I I get what you're saying with Hangman Page. Like, I get what you're saying with that. Like, he's, like like you said, Vince is a wet dream. You know what I'm saying? Like, he looks like the prototypical fucking WWE guy. But so is Wardlow. Wardlow is going to be really good in a couple years, bro. So, you know, yeah. that dude, that dude is a diamond in the rough. I feel like they have there. I think they got a couple of people there that are like, you look at them and you're like, this dude's a fucking star. Like, what are they doing? Like, what are they waiting for? I don't understand. What are they? I don't get it. Like, he can't stay. He can't stay MJF's fucking bodyguard forever. And they can't do the fucking turn baby face and have the diesel run. I mean, I mean, I guess maybe they could because they don't got a lot of small niggas there and he's a big dude, but. I think that guy's gonna be a star soon, bro. On some real shit. No doubt, no doubt. Well, my I'm friend, somebody said MJF. That's funny. Now, I, I mean, I MJ. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he. He looks like he's pretty much made in AEW. Like I feel like they. That's what so they not let go. Like they'll throw the bank at that motherfucker to not let him go. I think. I think. I think Darby's in that category too, bro. I think he's someone that they would throw a lot of bread to keep. I think I think they would throw bread at Hangman too, but I just think that, yo, he just feels like a natural fit for that WWE roster. Just look at him. Put him next to the guys on SmackDown. Put him next to the guys on Raw. He measures up yeah. size-wise, talent-wise. He's mad good in the ring for his size, the shit that he does. Like He does make a lot of sense. And I feel like they would throw mad bread at him, like I said, but I don't know, bro. Like that you said, Darby had a lot of shit to talk about WWE. Like, so I don't know if they would want to fuck with him because he was wilding on them. Yeah. And more after they signed his wifey, like wilding on them. So I, I don't know. I don't know about that. I think it's good though. CM Punk gonna whip his ass though. <laughs> so fellas, any uh any last words? Any last words? Anybody? Yo. I want to thank our sponsors, <laughs> Storyline Tees. Facts. Bon. This wasn't even planned. This no, was not. <laughs> it was in sync. Not one what? moment in the chat did we say, hey, let's fucking wear our sponsors. Now we were just like, you know, it'd be nice today. Right. Have a little Storyline Tee. Now, I mean, everybody had one except for these two. Not in uh, no, Shice, Mr. McFly and Shice with the goat. Very dope. Twins, twins apparently. Shice is Schwarzenegger, <laughs> and I'm Danny DeVito. Word. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. Uh, they, they need to make another twins with like Shaq and Kevin Hart. That's what we're going to do. Nah, let's not. Let's <laughs> not. What'd you say, Shice? You said that they were supposed to do another twins. The rumor of them doing another twins. Oh shit. Maybe John Cena and Kevin Hart. <laughs> that is weird. That is weird. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny, son. That is oh, funny. Shit. But all right, fellas. Yeah, 
This was episode 158 of the 20 by 20 podcast. And we are your host, Nathan McFly with B-I-N-G Bing Herb. Mr. Shice. LP Dangerously. We out of here. Queens get the money Bing. and I see it again. Okay, okay. Yo, mate, what the fuck is up, bro? Yo. I said queens get the moving long time, no problem. Block the bag and I'm coming like a rhino charging. We all psychos mobbing. Cutting through in that test the same color as margin. Uh, money made, got the drip, 100k by the fifth. And the L's 450 running game by your bitch. Party out in Portugal, they finally let the order through. I'm about to pull an audible, my watch your phone is waterproof. Queens been grubbing, where the fuck you been, cousin? Ain't no one pound town, motherfucker, sling dozens. It's supply and demand when you fly with the fam. Skinny Pete and Osaka, now they high in Japan. Warm soup and the bagel, all troops on my label flee i pull up short notice long coop and a cable uh, all around respect you can call around and check queens niggas first ones to pull informers out the check shot yeah I said Queens first niggas pulling formers out the jets. Uh, queens get the mocha, no time, no problem. No time, no problem. Uh-huh. I said Queens get the mocha, no time, no problem. Yeah. Yo, mate, talk your shit, whoa. Yo, lovers, 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 fly shit remain fucking. Dope like I'm hitting it right inside the cupboard. Hammering the Hamilton, crafted by Jeff If I'm confident I'm right, then I'ma take the shit left Resurrection of perfection when it come to this craft Couldn't calculate correct, I'm only showing you half Juice cleansers and new benzes keeping my mind right If I miss something initially, I peep it in hindsight Shine bright, looking like the sun rocking neon Touchdown, hit it out the park like I'm Dion Ain't no heat over there, them niggas free on Big stacks and beyond, type of shit that we on Queens get the money, flip the money and invest it Now we counting cake that we collected, we finessed it Queens get the money, flip the money and invest it Now we counting cake that we collected, we finessed it I said Queens get the money, long time, no problem Block the bag and I'm coming like a rhino charging We all psychos mobbing Cutting through and that test the same color as margin Ramel Z in the house, in the place to be. Tell me about your tank, sir, Rem. Iconoclast Panzerism is the integers, all in locks force, armored from ornamentation to armamentation. Exercises the letters to all integers.